Welcome to Sacrifice to Success Podcast. My name is David Weaver, and I am the owner of The Forgotten Heart Project. My mission is to help others create freedom in every aspect of their life. In this season of the podcast, we are talking life, business, and what makes you feel alive. We are speaking with business owners and entrepreneurs from all over, hearing about the sacrifices, the learnings, the twists, the turns, the ups and downs, and the successes that they have had in life and business. These are their stories. All right. Welcome, everybody. I am excited to be speaking today with Vikram Rajan. Welcome, Vikram. Thanks, David. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm okay. Awesome. Trying trying to stay warm here in New York City. Yeah. Is it nice and chilly there? It is. It is. Uh, It's in the 30s. Ooh, sweet. Yeah, we just got uh, about nine inches of snow last week, and then we're getting multiple feet every day in the mountains right now. It's crazy. (laughs) My goodness. Yeah, we we might get like two inches tomorrow of our first snowfall, so we've, we've had it pretty easy this season. Nice. Awesome. Well, let's jump into it. Um, So tell me a little bit about yourself and your company. Sure. I'm the co-founder of Video Socials. Uh, We are a community for lawyers and accountants, coaches, and consultants. And we come together in our video blogging clubs where we record our topics together, fun and done. So Video Socials is actually kind of a three-part system, if you will. So the first part are what we call these video blogging clubs where these are short Zoom meetings, about 45 minutes long. They feel like almost like a networking group on Zoom, if you've ever been to one, where everyone kind of goes around the room and kind of gives their one-minute elevator pitch or what have you. Ours is a little different, where each time you come on to video socials, it's a new topic. So you're presenting your video blog in front of the small audience, people that you've gotten to know week after week. And after you record your video blog right in front of everyone, uh, they give you feedback of what you did well, what could have been different, um, who do I know that I can share your video blog with, uh, some topic suggestions even. And as a presenter, you not only get that feedback, but then you give feedback to the next presenter who gives feedback to the following presenter. 45 minutes later, everyone's gotten their video blog recorded again together, fun and done. And then we follow up and we send a link to your video on a private preview page, which is on our automation app. And that app optimizes everything. So you push a button and Alexa transcribes your video into you know, the world of podcasts we call show notes or a read-along version of the blog. Captions are added to the video, the headline, the end screen. Our types of members as lawyers and accountants have a lot of disclaimers that they need to show on, on everything. So our software adds that uh, automatically. And we're automation partners with YouTube and LinkedIn and Facebook and WordPress. So you push the right button and the video blog gets posted wherever you want automatically. And you can set it on repeat. So this blog could be populating your social media every couple of weeks. So our members are creating a library of topics, which essentially automates their social media using uh, their content. And it's a great way for them to stay top of mind with their referral relationships and potential clients. And then the sharing aspect of social media is, of course, really powerful in general. But our members get to know each other really well because they're literally involved in each other's video blogging. And so they are constantly liking and sharing each other's video posts. And that's a nice multiplier effect where no one's obligated to share one another. But it's kind of cool to see you record a video in front of us. And then the next day you're posting on LinkedIn and we were in the room when it happened. We remember you doing it yesterday or last week. 
Um, and so our members were constantly sharing each other, which is a nice networking and multiplier aspect of video socials. Nice. Yeah, that's such a cool idea. As I was, I was just thinking, like, you know, we're all in our own little worlds, making yeah. our content kind of right. on our, you know, in our home offices everywhere across the world. <clears throat> right. But I love that you you created this community aspect to to that piece of of running your business. Um, and then getting feedback on top of that. I feel like that's such a cool idea. So what, where did that idea come from? What like <laughs> brought that for you? Yeah, right, right. So it, it, it's kind of like this evolution, David. So we have another uh, service called Phone Blogger, uh, which was very innovative even when it started and, and, and still pretty cool, where we interview our clients over the phone and turn what they say into written articles. And so it's phone blogging, as we call it. And it's an easy way. Again, our kind of clients are, are really busy. They're uh, really well-versed in their area, the subject matter experts by nature, but they're busy working with clients, not writing content all day long. <laughs> so they know that they got to do this stuff to, to get new clients. And so if we can get on the phone with them for four or five minutes and just have their part be done, and we can take over for the rest because we've kind of sucked it out of their brain. And now their thought leadership, we can edit and optimize into articles. Great. Well, as the world has shifted towards video, where Google owns YouTube, Facebook uh, has been prioritizing video posts for years now, LinkedIn followed that. And of course, we have like TikTok, Instagram, et cetera, being very video centric. We needed our kind of clients into the world of video. At this point, everyone's kind of, to some point, like sick and tired of being on, on Zoom all day long, especially my, our, my kind clients who are on the computer all day long. But nonetheless, we need to produce these short form video posts and like what you said, it, it can be really lonely and um, boring staring into the black hole of a camera. Could even be nerve wracking for some people who want to know that their point is coming across really well in a two to three minute topic uh, as an attention span would be. And so we created Video Socials BC before COVID really because our kind of clients didn't want to be on video. Um, and now, of course, they don't really have a choice, but uh, nonetheless, uh, it's a lot more fun to do it together, to get the feedback, to get give the feedback, to network, uh, to have that multiplier community. Um, but it really came because we needed to to get our clients kind of, uh, from out um, in their own way. Uh, my business partner, Mark, he happens, uh, he was a president of the largest Toastmasters chapter back in Hawaii in his younger days. And are you familiar with Toastmasters? Do you know what that is? Yeah. So for those of listeners who don't know, it's like a public speaking club. So you meet at libraries or chain or like different locations. And basically you come together and you practice presenting uh, and, and public speaking, et cetera. And we use that same kind of concept of saying, well, we don't want to just practice. We want to actually do it for real. We got to record these things. But if we can kind of borrow elements of a networking group, borrow elements from a mastermind type accountability group, borrow elements from things like Toastmasters and kind of create our own stew out of it. Uh, we call it a video blogging club. I think it's genius. <laughs> Cause it's like, you, you, nobody wants to waste their time, right? Like yeah. everybody wants to get better at their, their thing. Everybody knows they need right. to make content. Everybody wants, knows they need to network. But you, so you're right. just like combining all of those things together because yeah, like if you're at home and you're creating content, I mean, well, some people are not super kind, but for the most part, I'm going to, give people the benefit of the doubt they're not going to be like hey the video you just posted needs a lot of work <laughs> right yeah I mean, yeah i mean and, and and look it's also when you're in the club yes we want everyone to be kind we want right. people to be be um 
like sensitive to it, but it, it's very much that like karma golden rule kind of perspective. Like everyone's in the same boat because we we're all recording video blogs. Like we're all content marketers, but really lawyers, accountants, consultants, that's what we really are. And so it's not even about being kind per se. It's just, we know how it feels. We know how it feels to be a little nervous, even after recording 20 videos, 50 videos, that it's, you get a little butterflies and you want to make sure that, you know, you're clear in what you're saying. Um, even if you're really well-practiced and well, well-spoken, we know how it is. And, and so it's a lot uh, more effective and insightful to get the feedback from other people doing it than, let's say, a friend or even your spouse who could be a little harder on you than uh, maybe she or he ought to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it's, they don't know what it's like unless they are actually uh, in a video social. We have some, uh, some uh, business and, and uh, family board. We have a mother and daughter team. We've got a few partnerships um, that, that are part of uh, video socials. But by and large, you know, it's hard to get feedback, that critical feedback in a candid way from people who know what they're talking about because they're doing it themselves. Yeah, and because they care, not because they're trying to be mean. <laughs> Correct, and they're not trying to be mean. Right, right. Yeah. Like they want the best and they want to share each other because, you know, they're all in sort of related fields. They're all professional services. So like, I, I know that if I share you, you're going to share me. So there's a little bit of a quid pro quo, sure. But I don't want to share your video that's going to embarrass you or embarrass me. So I want you to, to, uh, to get better and better because it's only better for everyone. Um, so, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a really cool uh, way for people to kind of get better, hold themselves accountable, get that encouragement, um, especially for something that is easy to put off. You know, nothing really bad happens if you don't record your video blog this week, you know, nothing bad happens if you don't do it next week. And then sooner or later, it's like not going to the gym sooner or later, bad things may happen. Um, but nothing really horrible happens this week if you put it off and we don't want to put it off. So how do we do it? We do it through the encouragement process. Cool. Those Very habits. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay. So tell me a little bit about your journey to getting to where yeah. you are now. Like what, what, what's like one or two challenges that you faced along the way in this process of creating this thing that you have now? Well, this has been an evolution. So, um, so I don't know how other coaches feel. Um, and we're very similar to, to business coaches and consultants when, when phone blogger was our primary, and we still have a lot of clients using phone blogger, but video has definitely taken over. When phone blogger was our primary, uh, we, it was very often seen as kind of a ghost blogging, ghost writing, ghost editing. And it was actually something that we started talking, uh, we put, put it out there like that in the beginning. Um, and we very quickly had to shift away from the kind of concept of where like you're a ghost writer. Um, and unfortunately, we were never successfully able to shed that because it's so convenient of a way for people to think of a phone blogger editor. And we call ourselves editors, not writers, because we're editing our client who is really the author. It's their words. My point with phone blogger is that we were always kind of the best kept secret. No one really wanted to brag that they were using someone to create these articles because they very much wanted to show to the world that this was their own work. Mm. It was their own, it is their own work, it is their words. Uh, we are 90% their words and we're, sh we're shaping it up from a grammar standpoint because we don't have that le level of expertise. We can't possibly be uh, that proficient in all these different areas of the law or accounting or, or consulting, et cetera. Um, so we can't pretend to be, so they are very much a subject matter expert, but it was very awkward 
for people to explain that to others. So they wouldn't share us nearly as much as they do with video socials. They were fans, but they weren't literally raving fans. And with video socials, um, it's become night and day. And part of the reason we wanted to create this membership community feel as much as it fits into effectiveness of the model was very much for our own marketing that it feels more natural to kind of invite someone in and say hey come check it out and come join me um and, and this concept like networking groups very often encourage incentivize and expect you to bring guests uh, and we have that same kind of model where the more people involved the better it is for everyone at video socials, phone blogger being a one-on-one -on -one service that phone calls are kept private because we want our clients to feel comfortable that if they're talking about a topic and they're talking about, you know, Chris, their client, well, we're not going to mention Chris's name in the article, but they can talk about like, well, yeah, when I met with Chris and his wife, Tina, and, you know, they're in the midst uh, of some situation, like, well, we're not going to put that in an article, but nonetheless, that we want them to feel comfortable using names just to kind of get their thought out there. Uh, with video socials, they know they're on the record, they're on video, they're being recorded for it to be public. So it's a different atmosphere. So the number one night and day aspect was uh, the referrals aspect, that uh, raving fan aspect. Correcting that uh, was the main thing that we wanted to do. And, and to some large ex uh, extent, we have because our, our, we've got over 100 members now across the country and multiple clubs happening on a daily basis. It's, it's, a, it's a really fun world. Uh, to be part of our video blogging clubs and our members will want to bring people in and, and share the, the experience with others. So that's one aspect. I mean, I can go on to a couple of others, but I don't, I don't want to keep talking. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that's interesting because, yeah, you think about like, it, it's almost like they're like, yeah, I don't, I want people to think I'm doing all this myself, but I'm really not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then, yeah. It was like, yeah, very much that surreptitious concept. And we're like, no, like, don't, like, you should be proud that you have an editor. Like, you know, it, it's like every published author of a major publishing house has an editor. Like, right. they're not just putting their first draft out there. Like, Stephen King doesn't put his first draft out there. He's got an editor. I mean, and, you know, I'm just trying to, like, John Grisham has an editor. Like, all the, like, rock star uh, authors have editors. <laughs> so, for, and it's like, you know, it's the same kind of in the coaching world that they're constantly like, look, Tiger Woods still has a coach. Serena Williams still has a coach. And from, let's say, their father at the time. You know, it, it's it's a level of proficiency. It's actually good that you have someone helping you. But for a lot of people, they don't see it that way. They see it, they saw it um, where it's a crutch or it's a service. Um, and so there was like that awkward taboo with it. And we wanted to kind of change that and go, look, you know, um, it doesn't need to be. And we couldn't really, we figured it out multiple ways we've tried. And then when we changed the model, uh, it just, you know, we purposely built it in to change the model. And it's like one of those lessons of, that I think about now is like, how do I build it in where you're naturally being shared by others? Uh, so that's kind of the lesson learned. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. And now like when they're doing the videos, they're, they're doing it themselves. <laughs> like they're getting feedback, yeah, yeah. but there's yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, and they, and they have like other aspects. Yeah. That we don't have, it's literally, they are doing it themselves. They, it's up to them to get better at, at presenting as opposed to us providing the service of editing their video or edi editing their content to make them sound better. Uh, they themselves want to sound better. And it helps them in a variety of ways. I mean, you know, as you are able to distill your thoughts into two-minute sound bites, 
that helps with media training, that helps one of, one of our members, Ken, pulled over on the side of the road. He was driving and called me. And he was like, hey, you know, it was a Friday. He was like, I'm sorry to disturb you, but I really need to talk to you. I'm like, yeah, all right, what's up, Ken? You know, when a, when a client calls you on a Friday evening, pulling on the, over the side of the road, that's usually not a good sign. Um, so I was like, yeah, all right, like, let's, of course, yeah, sure. And he's like, I just wanted to say something to you that my partners told me. And like, my heart's pounding. I'm like, no, like, what happened? Um, they're like, they just noticed how much better I am in court now that I've been proficient with video blogging because I've been able to share my thought in a more succinct way. And I was like, what do you mean, Ken? And he's a matrimonial litigator. And he was just explaining it to me. And I've never been in a courtroom, so I don't really know how it is. I mean, it, I, I know real courtroom litigation is different from what we see on TV and in the rooms, right? It's a lot different, but it's still presentation skills. It's still about being persuasive and influential in short uh, bursts because everyone has a short attention span nowadays. And the fact that he could attribute any amount of practitioner improvement, like he feels he's a better lawyer because he's become more proficient at video blogging through our system. It's profound and humbling. You know, it, it's, that wasn't the intent. Uh, it's not what we advertise. Um, but to see that, um, to, for him to share that uh, is, is, is quite am amazing to me. So from that aspect, everyone's improving each other and themselves by doing this. And it's, um, it's, a, it's a cool thing to watch. Yeah. That's awesome. That's super cool. I love when there's those hidden things that you don't expect that come out and they're right. super, super valuable. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay, cool. So um, let, let's see if you, I'm assuming you've been an entrepreneur for quite a while. How long have you been an entrepreneur? More than 10 years. I don't really know a life other than, so I started off being solo uh, and that was not the life for me. Mm. Um, and then uh, I was in partnership with my dad to begin with. Um, and, and that was kind of by default because I kind of became, I was his assistant and then, you know, by nature, by definition, his partner, but, you know, his son. And, and, and I wanted to break off on my, on my own and do, my, do it my own thing, my own way. As I kind of filled my time up, uh, Mark became my business partner and kind of, I filled his time up. And that trading hours for dollars um, was just not a good thing for me. Like I just didn't enjoy being a solo consultant. I didn't like the billing aspect of being a solo consultant. I don't know if I'm even that great one-on-one -on -one with people. Um, and, and I get frustrated when people can't get out of their own way. Uh, so, um, my business partner, Mark is a trained coach. So he's much better at that than I am. Uh, for me, I just, you know, I just want to push people out of their own way and just get it done. Uh, which is how phone bloggers started because we would tell our clients, Hey, you got to set aside this time. You got to write this article. It, it won't take that long. You got to set aside this time. And if they don't, I'm like, all right, well, they clearly have other priorities. It's not like they don't, A, they don't want to, that's true. But B, it's not like they can't. Um, it's just that at three o'clock, a client calls, well, they're going to drop everything and talk to the client. A, it's billable hours and B, it's the right thing to do for the client. So it's completely understandable. It's not that they were being irresponsible, but from a marketing standpoint, you keep procrastinating and, and those bad habits lead to bad results. And so we have to create a system to push them out of their own way and to only kind of use them when necessary for their own benefit. So phone bloggers started video socials, the same concept in that sense. Um, so I operate much better with, uh, with a business partner and with the team that I can delegate so that we can get things done because um, I'm much more the creative idea guy. Uh, mm -hmm. than getting lost in the details. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of the journey there. Nice. 
Okay, so if you if you think back, and maybe and maybe it's a little ways back, what's one sacrifice that you made that worked out in the long run oh. and created the success that you have now? Um, I guess a sacrifice of, of I don't always feel in control of uh, you know sometimes they say if you if you uh, need to get a job done you do it yourself and very early on. Um, you know, I knew that that wasn't the right way of doing it and that it, I need to bring on people that know how to do things that I don't know how to do and that it's going to be better, even though I don't have that full control and it's not completely done the way I would have done it. A, I don't necessarily know how I would have done it because I don't really know how to do it. So I would say the sacrifice of knowing every aspect of how things are getting done Um and I chuckle at that. It's not as if I don't, because we have a lot of systems and checklists. So I can always go in. We use Smartsheet as our project management software. And we have a whole new other aspect of, of the world of VIP video interview podcasts is a new aspect of video socials. We're helping launch like a half a dozen podcasts in the uh, next couple of weeks. And we're very systematic at it, but we've been doing it here and there. So we know the system. Um, so all of it is being very well documented the minutiae is very well tracked and documented but for me to know like right now where any one of my clients are in a process i don't know um and that feels awkward um mm -hmm. and it feels wrong um though i know intellectually from a business management standpoint it's the right thing to do but um i've had to sacrifice that feeling in control and mm -hmm. and and constantly, like even now, kind of like talking myself into like, no, that's the right thing. That's a good thing. Um, and that's leverage and blah, blah, blah. And, and use all sophisticated academic business management lingo to convince myself that that is the right thing. And I think it is because as a business owner, you do gain more leverage. You, I'm able to work my strengths, et cetera. I'm able to do all the right things. But I think that would be a major thing. And it's kind of worked out because now we're able to have a team and do way more than what I could do myself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, that's a good um, question. Cool. All right. So one of the questions that I ask every guest that's been on the podcast is what makes you feel alive? Yeah. Um, there are two things that make me feel alive. Uh, I, I love presenting. I love this kind of stuff. Um, I love my own show and, and being on shows. Uh, public speaking and presenting is, is something that I really enjoy. Haven't done, haven't been in front of a crowd and, and I don't know if I ever will be again. I mean, I, I hate to say it like that, but I haven't been doing that, obviously, with, with COVID and all the restrictions. Um, and so this kind of stuff it, it has been the surrogate of that, um, or substitute, I should say. And so from that aspect, um, I really love talking. And the second thing, very related, is helping someone see that aha moment. For me, it's, it's I'm a sales professional at the end of the day, right? So I am selling my services to someone. But for me, I want them I want them to buy more than me selling, which is kind of a corny way of saying it, but I want them to get it. Like I want that aha moment there where their eyes open up to what I see. But there's, I don't know if I can really convince someone of something. Like I don't, I'm not some like silver tongued, you know, con artist where I can suddenly make someone like, I just don't think I have that skill. And maybe that's a good thing because I want them to see it for themselves. And so when I just explain what I do, what our other clients have achieved and what is possible and they start getting it, um, 
you know, and get turns me on that. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Like they get it. Like the aha moment is there. And it's like, now, yes, we can get to work. And from a salesmanship, sure. I need that. You know, it's like that. All right. Now the clothes doesn't feel like this forced awkwardness. It's like, yeah, they're, they're excited. They want to get started. And I'm like, great. I want you to get started. <laughs> Let's get started. Uh, so it becomes a very seamless, natural, and everyone is kind of in it for the for the fun uh, ride and the and, and the productivity of it, right? So at the end of the day, we're a marketing company. We're helping our clients get new clients in one way or another. So that has to happen. Um, but it's a, a product of the process, and so that yeah, it's, it's helping people have that aha moment. And that happens because we're a service. It happens continuously, David. It happens yes at that sales moment, which is what I'm part of. But it happens in our clubs uh, when they're recording their video blog and they see other people's eyes light up. It happens when they post their first video and they get a client out of uh, out of it. Like someone replies or someone makes a comment on social media and it turns into a client. They're like, yeah, this stuff works. Um, and so that's kind of cool because then, you know, yes, they believe it, but then they actually prove it that, you know, yeah, you can actually get a client from LinkedIn. Like that actually does happen. And and they see it for themselves. It's really cool. So yeah, all their aha moments make me uh, make me really happy. Awesome. I love that. Yeah, that's that's the same for me. Like when somebody, when all of a sudden they're like, oh, and they yeah. get it. It's like there's nothing yeah. better. It's so cool because you're you're creating possibility, right? Creating like, possibilities. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I have this vision for them. I have a vision for the company. You know, it, it's, I'm always trying to find a very clever way of doing marketing, as you can see with phone blogger and video socials. Um, you know, I appreciate the compliments and, and, but we do hear it often, right? They're like, Oh, that's a pretty cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. It is a pretty cool idea. And it works even better. (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, I know. Um, and so as we're creating VIP, the video interview podcast system, it's like, all right, what is that clever aspect? We're bringing something different and new to the table, into the world, into the market. It's not just a humdrum product. It's like a, that just bores me. Like, why would I want to sell that? I want to sell something that's really clever and creative and, and really productive in a new way and, uh, and really easy for people to do. Like it's, it's like here, I want it to be easy and fun and productive at the same time. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, Is there anything else that you would like to leave with our audience? Um, I invite everyone to come on to a video blogging club. I'd love for you to be a guest, David. Yeah, for people to experience what we're talking about, what a video blogging club is, how to get their video recorded. They're able to get it optimized automatically, posted automatically. It's a lot of fun. It's a really convenient way of doing it. It's a different way than just kind of using your phone or using Zoom on your own and recording a video on your own. Um, there, there are advantages to it because um, you can upload your video into our system when you do it in selfie mode. Uh, but the advantages of doing it in a community far outweighs it because of that multiplier effect. So I welcome everyone to be a guest and kind of try it out uh, because if it's not necessarily for you, literally, you may know someone who it's for. Uh, and we are a word of mouth community at the end of the day. So if there's a way for us to share you and you, the listeners, um, the more we can share others, the better. And it's very much more, more we share others, more others will share us. So it's very much golden. Cool. Love it. So how can people find you? Uh, easiest is going to our website, videosocials.net. Um, if you go to videosocials.net, in the bottom right-hand corner is a chat box, and that goes right to my cell phone. So uh, the uh, listeners did not watch me mute my phone, but I did mute my phone because it does buzz <laughs> whenever someone's chatting on the website. 
chatting with people that are on the website. So go to the website and chat with me. That's the easiest way. Top right corner, you can be a guest at one of our clubs and you can RSVP, et cetera. But I always like chatting with people even before they come as the guests. So they kind of get a lay of the land of what to expect and how to prepare, et cetera. Cool. Love it. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Vikram. Is there anything Thanks. else that you'd like to wrap up with? Or are you feeling good? Oh, that's it. That was good. That was a lot, a lot of fun, right? Good questions. All right. Cool. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Sacrifice to Success podcast. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the show, please check out the link in the show notes and you can find all of the details there. If you got something out of this interview, would you please take a moment to share on social media? You can just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to somebody or post it on the socials. Let's see if we can change the narrative of social media and post valuable, positive content. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content, so to make sure you don't miss any episodes, please go ahead and subscribe. The thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show, and they mean a lot to me. If you'd like to know more, go to my website, davidweavercoach.com, or you can follow me on LinkedIn or Facebook. Those links are also in the show notes. And I do also have a free training on my website as well. So thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time.